did you ever have that feeling that God had abandoned you when you were facing a difficult trial or even that you had wandered away from your faith and that he had given up on you? Maybe even a time that you slipped back into an old habit or sin and that God would never be able to find you or help restore your faith? Well, in this episode, I'm going to share a story of what happened to me as a kid and how it relates to the story of Jesus and the Good Shepherd on The 318 Project. This is The 318 Project, a guide to equip men through godly principles and develop as husbands, fathers, and sons. And now, your host, Ryan Hare. Hello, I'm Ryan, and thanks for joining me on The 318 Project. Now, the Bible has many references of God being our shepherd. Jesus told parables using a shepherd to help relate to many of the people that he was speaking to. King David, even as a young boy, was a shepherd, and many of his psalms he wrote about reference a shepherd. In Psalms 23, verse 4, it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Now, you've probably going, oh, great, another story about a shepherd. And you've probably heard sermons or messages about the lost sheep and Jesus being that good shepherd. But I wanted to give you a perspective that I have, especially from an incident that happened to me as a kid. And just to be able to share with you what God put on my heart about it and how just that love of a shepherd, how much he cares for each and every one of his sheep, those that are still in the flock and even those that wander away, just as Jesus and God cares for each and every one of us as his children. Now, if you look in Luke chapter 15, it says, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does he not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over the ninety-nine just persons who need no repentance. And that's verses 4 through 7. So here's the story of I was probably between the ages of six and eight years old. And at that time, we lived in a small town, so we had to go to a, the next town over to more of the shopping centers and stores like that. Yeah, yeah the bigger department stores like a Sears or JCPenney's. And on this occasion, it was me and my mom. We were there. And as a kid, you like to run around and hide. I would hide, like to hide underneath the clothing display racks and just run around and, and play. Well, on this occasion where I was hiding and playing around, my mom was still shopping and she had kind of moved around in the store in that department area of like the ladies clothing. And I was again running around hiding, playing. Well, after a while, I couldn't find her. I didn't know where she was. So I panic and I'm calling out to her, but she doesn't respond. So that makes me even more scared. 
and I'm running around looking and, and frantically trying to find her. So finally it was enough that I had enough sense to that I remember her saying if I was ever lost to go to a cashier and, and ask for help. So then I go to their checkout register and I asked them, I said, hey, can you please page my mom? So, of course, they page her. And a couple minutes later, here she comes and we walk off. But it was afterwards when we were she was talking to me, she said, I saw you the whole time. I never lost sight of you. I knew where you were. I wanted to see how you would respond and react. I had you in my sights the whole time. And that is just something that has come to me, showing me of that love that God has for each and every one of his children, just as the shepherd has for the sheep. Yes, there are times that we wander off and get distracted and go down a path that we may not like or just picking up again those old habits and we feel like we're just that wayward child and sheep. But God still has his eyes on us. He's he's still there with us. You know, in, in verse 1 of, of Psalms 23, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So he is that shepherd. He's watching us. He's there for us. He's protecting us. So here's the thing. So many times we feel like when we've gone this direction or we've walked away or even just facing trials that we feel like, God has left us and he's not there beside us or with us and he's just completely abandoned us. But in Hebrews chapter 13, verse five, he says, it says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So there's that promise that he is always there with us. In John chapter 14, verse 16 Jesus is telling his disciples, he says, and I pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. And that's the Holy Spirit. And that's the beauty of it, that when Jesus ascended to heaven, he said, I'm sending you another comforter. And that comforter is the Holy Spirit. And he is there to guide us and correct us at times and help us to get back on that path. But sometimes we don't listen to that still small voice or that nudging of, hey, let's not do this. Let's not go that direction. And we've in our own minds, we've like, I want to do this. But that's the beauty that the Holy Spirit is still there with us. Even going back in the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 58, verse 9, he lets us know that then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, here I am. So he's always there. He's listening for us. He's looking for us. Even when Jesus was ascending into heaven, when he's returning back to the Father, he tells the disciples in that great commission that we always read in verse 20 of that in Matthew 28, it says, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the ages. So he's always there with us. He's always by our side. Yes, he sometimes kind of draws away to see how we're going to respond or react, but that's just like a parent. Think about it. As a parent, we sometimes we give our children that leeway to allow them to grow and develop. Yes, we want to protect them. We want to keep them from harm's way and shield them as much as we can, but we know that they are going to have to face this world, just as me and you were growing up, 
we had to face things and our parents even had to give us that ability to face things in life, to learn, to face those trials. But at the same time, they're still right there a lot of times to protect us, to guide us, to strengthen us, to help us during those learning lessons of life. And that's just how God is. He's right there. He's He's not abandoned us. He hasn't abandoned you or me. But he is allowing us to make those choices sometimes. As much as it hurts him to see those choices that are made that take us down the wrong path, he still loves and cares for us. So much that, as it says in John 3.16, that he gave his only son to die for us. Now, again, we, we sit there and we say, how is it that he is always with us? Even in Matthew 18, verses 20, it says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst. So when we have that band of brothers and sisters in that time of fellowship, God is in the midst of his church and his children. But many times we still want to wander off. There's those that tend to wander off. They want to do their own thing. And that's the way in the story of the lost sheep. It's probably a young lamb that, again, is kind of distracted. He sees something. He wants to wander off, sees a new path, maybe. But after a while, it gets distracted and and, and lost, misplaced, and wanders off on its own. And it doesn't know its way back. And that's the way sometimes we feel. We feel like we've wandered down this path and direction and we don't know how to get back. But the beauty is, is all we have to do is cry out to God and ask for that help, that direction, that guidance. And that's where Christ and the Holy Spirit comes in and gives us that peace and assurance and redirection back into where he has called us. And that's the beauty of Jesus and and that he is with us. I mean, that is in his name. Looking back in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, it's prophesied about Jesus and his birth. And it says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And we see this coming to pass in Matthew 1 verse 23, it says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. And that is the beauty of it, is that Jesus is with us. It is God himself that is with us. He came on this earth, that he came and died for our sins. And when he went back to heaven, he sent that comforter in the Holy Spirit to be with us, to guide us, to strengthen us, to correct us, and just to continue to help us grow in our faith. But like I said, so many times we get discouraged when we're facing a trial. And it's not that we always go back, because the way I've been talking about this is of that wandering and wayward sheep or that wayward person that has gone back picking up an old habit or an old sin. But that's not always the case. Sometimes we just feel like we're weighed down with a lot of cares of life, struggles, issues at home, maybe a situation in a marriage, or just financial struggles, worried about a job or health issues, little things that can feel like they're just insurmountable and they pile up, time after time, 
on each other and you just feel like you're completely overwhelmed and that God has abandoned you. But that's not the case. He is right there with you. He hasn't left you. He won't forsake you. As the scripture has said, you know, I will never leave you. I am with you always. Where you go, I'm in the midst. Even for Moses, even after all that Moses had done, God came to him in the form of a burning bush on the backside of Mount Sinai, showing him that there was nowhere that he was going to be, that God wasn't going to be there with him. And that's what we need to remember is that God is still there with us through all the good times and those bad times. It's that part of he gives us that free will to make choices. And sometimes it's hard to understand why he allows things to happen to us. Because, you know, so many times we see somebody that has gone through a situation and we're like, how can there be a God that allows this to happen? But God still loves us. He cares about us. He has a greater plan for each and every one of our lives. And as I'm closing and finishing up, as I was going through all this, there's that poem that comes to me, the story of the footprints in the sand. And I want to read that because I feel like this ends a lot of what this is saying of how much God cares for us as that shepherd. And the poem goes like this. It says, one night I dreamed a dream. As I was walking along the beach with my Lord, across the dark sky flashed scenes of my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and one to my Lord. After the last scene of my life flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that at many times along the path of my life, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, There was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me, so I asked the Lord about it. Lord, you said once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why. When I needed you the most, you would leave me. He whispered, my precious child, I love you and will never leave you never ever during your trials or testings when you saw only one set of footprints it was then that i was carrying you and doesn't that show the true love of god that when we feel like we're being abandoned and neglected and completely left alone and isolated that during those tough times god is actually shielding us and protecting us and carrying us through those moments and those trials So even though we may have wandered off, just as in the story that I was telling you about me, even though I wandered off, my mom still had her eyes on me. She saw me that whole time. She was watching me to make sure that nobody was going to come and take me away. And that's just how Jesus is. He's watching and God is watching us. He's trying to protect us. He's he's watching so that the enemy, that Satan, wants to come and still kill and destroy. And he is watching, protecting as that shepherd does, protecting us from the enemy coming. But again, when we wander off, sometimes we get distracted and we wander away. And we allow those cares of life to get to us and interfere with our lives. But that doesn't mean that as the shepherd, he's going to just give up on that lost sheep. He's going to go look for it. 
And that's what we should look forward to and knowing that even in our down times that God, that good shepherd is going to continue to look for us and lift us up and bring us back to the fold, the family. And I just wanted to encourage you with that and hope that this really blessed you. And again, guys, I want you to have a blessed and wonderful day. Thank you for joining on this adventure of integrity and honor in godly masculinity. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with other men. And remember to keep building faithful men.